Bill is finally back on the first half of the show. We're talking about J. Cole's new project, The Offseason. Surprise drop. We, we Even we didn't know it was coming. And J. Cole is basically a third member of the Transition Podcast. Uh, but after this, that discussion, we get into cryptocurrency, YouTube, digital marketing, and the a million and one different ways that people are making money in 2021. And which one we think is viable. Without further ado, episode 57 of The Transition. Welcome to The Transition, episode 57. Alice Kaprinsky, Dimitri Williams, back in the studio. Had to pump fake Alex real quick. <laughs> Once again, Alice Kaprinsky to my right. At least that's my the orientation I have on Squadcast right now. Sipping out of a, what type of cup is that? What do you, what do you got over there? Uh, it's Annapolis, Maryland. Ooh, okay. There's a whole lot of people visit there, I'm sure, every holiday season. Um, but episode 57 <laughs> of The Transition, um, we actually have a an interest. You good over there? <laughs> Just cracking over a fresh Pepsi uh, yeah. mid-podcast? We actually have a pretty interesting episode. I would say this is one of the first times in transition history. Uh, well, maybe not the first time, but one of the few times in transition history where we have a episode that is primarily based on the second half instead of the first half. We actually don't have that much music to talk about. Um, we had a few things. Actually, oh, I'm forgetting my etiquette. Oz Kaprinsky, how was yeah, your what week? What the hell's going on? How, how, was, how was your week, sir? I'm so sorry Yo, to disrespect it was, you like that. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, you know, I do the same little thing. A little, little bit of disrespect never hurt nobody. <laughs> no, I, I, I do the same damn thing every week, mm. dude. Nothing changes. Mm. I'm starting to learn that. Um, how, how does that make you feel? Are you getting scared yet? Oh, uh, no, it's You happy good. about that? Dude, I'm busy. I was up till midnight a lot this week doing work. but That's different. But we're, 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 <laughs> we made we're, it. We're going to touch on that a little bit on the second half. I, I want to get into that uh, a, a little bit more. Mm. But the week was good? It was fine, you know. There's nothing, nothing good, nothing bad. It was just like nothing good, nothing bad. Yeah, at least I have to have some good stuff going on, right? I mean, got some Quiznos. I didn't have a nice get breakfast. Quiznos this week, dude. You, know? you didn't get. Oh yeah, it was a busy yeah, week then. If you didn't even find us some I'm time to fit you, in the quiz, I did. I did order Jersey Mike's about 35 minutes ago. Mm. So Jersey Mike's, Subways, and Hoagies. We already know about that. Yeah, so that is sitting in the refrigerator right now, waiting for me. And to get I see down. why you wanted to get the episode started. Yeah, we need so, to get this so thing quickly. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, let's get this done. I got food downstairs. What'd you order? Uh, Turkey Club extra meat. Pause. Ex- <laughs> you didn't even have to tell me that. You could have <laughs> just said Turkey Club. <laughs> now I think you're sus because you specified. <laughs> What type of meat did you get on there? What type of extra meat did you want to put into your body? Turkey, bacon, ham. Ooh. Real, real protein right there. Have you yeah. been working out this week? Not enough. Gotcha. That's why we're I'm, we're making up for it now. That's, <laughs> that's why we're trying to pack on the uh, the weight at the end of the week. Okay. I like yeah. it. I had a very nice- What'd you uh, do? Uh, whoa. Sorry, I interrupted. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say what I had, uh, well, not even for dinner because this was early, but I had a nice uh, DiGiorno pizza a few hours before we started the proceedings here. Not bad. Um, it was supreme. So, you know, we got a lot of different flavors going on there. Oh, is that the one with like sausage, uh, sausage bacon Sausage, pepperoni, bacon. I don't know why I said bacon like that. Bacon, <laughs> green pepper, red pepper, olives, even though who eats olives? Everything's on there. Whatever you need, we got it. 
So that was good. Not but my bad. week also was good. Yeah. Uh, can't complain. Really busy though, and yeah, we can get into yeah. We'll get into. We'll save this for the second half of the show. We're saving a lot of stuff for the second half of the show. Um, but it was uh, it was an interesting week. It uh, it definitely gave me some some food for thought, if you will, mm. on um on 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 some long term goals and things that we're going to be getting into and things I might be getting out of in the in the in the coming year or so so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that but before we get into any of that interesting deep conversation thought-provoking conversation that we're gonna have on the second half of the show we need to get into cole germain he's back cole he dropped interlude from the off season uh, letters all spaced out let's be specific of course because you just got to be weird in some way yeah. right either you do it in the all caps or you do the first one capitalized and the last letter capitalized or space them out to you know something whatever um whatever whatever you want to do jay i'll i'll listen to it regardless um so so even backpedaling before that we got the was this a surprise announcement? I would say, did anyone know that the off season was going to drop? Yeah, I didn't think so. So amazing job by not leaking this at all, but the off season announcement came out. You're right. Like how did he, how does he manage to not leak this stuff? Um, Yo, I have an update too. Uh Oh yeah. Is this breaking um, news right with the, the transition podcast that we're reporting no, 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 live no, on scene? No, okay, no, okay. I, I, okay. I, I, I sent Nick the track and, <laughs> and I put a, I put a goat emoji under it and he said, it was pretty good shrug emoji. So that oh is the. Uh, <laughs> that's, what, is, what is wrong with Nick? Why is he like this? I just wanted to share the take. That's that's so I, I don't understand because he knows the song was good. Objectively, the song is just it's, it's very well done from from all angles. Why why are you shrugging, Nick? Why why can't you acknowledge the? Fire? I don't know. He's, you know, Nick Nick we got we got it we we really have to get Nick next episode next episode for sure we're gonna have Nick on so we can we we can get to the bottom of some stuff because. I think we need to work through some J. Cole like hatred that he has in his heart. Yeah, he's terrible, dude. He's been listening. He's terrible. I wouldn't yeah. say all that. <laughs> what, what has he been listening to? Are you checking his uh, Apple? Um... Yeah, that do rag activity track has been on repeat for a while. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> of course it is. He's shrugging on the J. Cole track, but he's listening to do rag activity. Come on, die for my B is still. Like, yeah. He's really been listening. He really stands Baby Keem. I thought it was maybe just a momentary, you know. Yeah infatuation but he's really he's really a, a baby keen person yeah he's got kanye's late registration on there too so it's nah, I, I guess that balances out it is kind it of is. i guess yeah <laughs> not really but not 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 really at all any red veil on there because i know he messes with red veil i don't think so he's got big boss rabbit um okay he's got some taste i've been listening to a lot of freddie gibbs this week actually he got a little brock hampton Oh, interesting. Yeah, you don't see a lot of Brockhampton. Yeah, Jaden Smith. That's a little weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Nick being into Jaden Smith. I'm not going to lie. And that's kind of it. ASAP wow. Rocky. Whoa. What, Honestly, what project? Gold Link. This is actually kind of a fire playlist he's got. <laughs> Alex is actually starting to get impressed. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, hold on. He's I'm actually not, not that bad after all. Yeah, I'm not mad at this. Let me, let me put some respect on this guy's name. Yeah, never mind. All right, Nick. We'll we'll get off your we'll, we'll get off your case now. Moving on. Um, J. Cole released or, or not released, but dropped the announcement that the warm up, the warm up. My goodness, the off season is <laughs> going thing. to be dropping. Uh, yeah, right. Same thing next week Friday. So that is going to be that that's going to be insane. And by next week Friday, at the time of recording, that puts us at May fourteenth is when he's going to be dropping this. Um, and I'm just 
I, I, I'm pretty excited if, I, if I'm telling you the truth. I wasn't really ready for this. Obviously, we've been saying for the past like six, seven months, like, when is J. Cole going to drop something? When is J. Cole going to drop? We're going to drop, blah, blah, blah. But now he finally comes out with something. It wasn't necessarily what I wanted it to be because I thought it was going to be the fall off. Um, but we're getting the off season instead. And come to find out, when I look back on, I did some of my uh, my internet research, and I found out that J. Cole actually kind of laid out what his um, exit strategy is going to be for the rap game. He's going to do the off season. He's going to do It's a Boy, and then he's going to do the fall off as the kind of last act of his career. At least that's the way I interpreted the Instagram post. I think it's fairly uh, self-explanatory. It wasn't too cryptic, to be honest. Um, which is both really cool to see that, you know, even after the off season, we probably have two more projects coming, but really sad in a way that, man, the J. Cole era is almost over. And what I, like I was saying to you before we got started on um, started on recording, I feel like J. Cole hasn't been, he hasn't, uh, t- to me, it doesn't feel like he's made a ton of music. Like he's made a, a good amount of music for sure, but I don't know. I, I feel like his career has been so short for a way, for, for, for some reason. He feels like, he almost feels like D Wade. Like you know how D Wade did have like a great like kind of ten year stretch, but it felt like his career ended a little bit earlier than it should have. Um, it's kind of almost what uh, J Cole feels like. Like okay, he had a good like ten year run, but surprised that a great like him didn't have like a, a fifteen year run or you know something like that. But hey. I mean, he'll be going until he's like forty three. I mean, with another, you think so? With another three albums, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming he'll space these out like a couple years apart. <sighs> True, true, yeah. I mean, because KOD was, what, 2018? 2018. Now now this is just dropping three years later, 2021, another three years, 2024, another three years, 2027. I don't see him I don't see him sticking around until 2027, though. That just, does, it just doesn't sound right to me for some reason. Because I feel like he's already been working on the fall-off throughout this process. So he might – could you imagine if he just rapid-fire, like, off-season, it's a boy, fall-off, and just left, like, by 2022 or 2023? I mean, I could see it. I don't think he'll do it, but I could see I, it. Yeah, I would be. That would be kind of insane, honestly. Um, hopefully, he doesn't do that. I would. I would like a gradual, slow, uh, remission uh, of Jayco. I don't want him to just disappear from our our musical lives. But um, get, so that's you know, grand scale on a macro perspective. Yeah, that's what we're picture. looking at. Um, but drilling down into the micro and what he released um, a few days ago. Whew. The man, he he still got it. He still got it. He's like LeBron James, I mean. thirty six years old. He just can't be stopped. Gray hairs and all. What did you, what did you think about this one interlude? With all spaced, all spaced out because he all has to be weird. Out. Of course, yeah. of course. What what did you think of it? I mean, it was amazing, right? Like, I don't. The thing is, it was an interlude. Like, it's hard to like. It's hard to tell because it. I think it's meant to be an interlude. So I'm like, I don't really know what the rest of the album is gonna be. But for the track that is, production was crazy. He rapped really well. He did some melodic stuff in the beginning of the track, then kind of switched up halfway through. Was really good. It makes me look. It it doesn't in any way like make me not look forward to the album, which I think is what a single is supposed to do. This is making me ask like, what the hell are you gonna come with? Which I think is the cool thing about the single, and not really dropping like, uh, like a substantial like. Not the word is like part of the album. Like I feel like this is kind of just like a, a tweener track. Like he's not dropping like a significant portion of the project, which I think a lot of artists do in their like single releases and stuff like that. So it's like leaving you wanting more, which I think is perfect. I think J Cole does that pretty well, honestly. Of of 
tempting you with just enough to kind of pique your interest. Honestly, I could have gone with him just dropping the whole thing next week, but I I, I could have as well. You know, if I could if I could have chosen, yeah. but for something that we didn't know was coming at all, I'm glad we at least got something off of it. You know, to kind of give you an idea of where his head is at and where he's kind of coming from. Um, I don't think this is going to be like KOD. I don't no. see as much. I, I, this is a musical, you know, album, obviously, but I don't see as much imagery and kind of, you know, um, meaning behind the off season, to be quite honest with you. It, just in my personal opinion, just like I said, from the 30,000 foot view, I, I feel like this album is going to be a lot more gritty, a lot more raw. Not to say that KOD wasn't, but in a way that's more traditional hip hop, whereas KOD felt a little bit, um, I don't know, almost like a like a like a book you were reading through. Um, especially when you kind of drilled down into the deeper meaning of the album. Yeah. Um, and it was a topic and a kind of a concept that J. Cole had never really touched on before in his music previous. Like it was it was it was quite different from anything we've really seen from him. I think he's gonna kinda get back into his roots um with with the off season. When I say his roots, I'm talking about like pre uh pre Born Center, pre twenty fourteen, uh Forest Hill, like that kind of um old school older school uh j cole um where he was rapping with you know baggy t-shirts and um, sideline story reincarnated yes yeah you know what i mean sideline story friday night lights uh the warm-up Ooh, fire um so i i think that's what we're kind of heading for and if you kind of go with the basketball analogy obviously you know j cole's a huge basketball fan he plays a lot he's actually pretty decent um and you know you do the warm-up you do friday night lights you do all of these kind of sports intertwined things and now you come with the off season i think this is almost supposed to be an entry or maybe the final entry into that kind of um that that i don't want to say trilogy because not necessarily a trilogy but that kind of um uh, path of his career this is hopefully or not hopefully but i think he's going to kind of bookend that of all right you know now that's closed out now we can move back into kind of other areas of my career to, to kind of finish things off. So um, I, and I think the fall off is going to be similar to KOD, where it has that visual kind of um, almost dreamy, uh, really creative aspect to it, um, where there's a lot of dimensions and a lot of um, depth to, to, to what he's coming with is, is my prediction. That, that's what I'm prediction, predicting. Time stamp Timestamp it five five seven twenty twenty one. Dimitri um uh, predicted eight fifty one p.m. He predicted the rest of J Cole's career. Hopefully, I'm right. Um, but but what do you think about that? What do you where where do you think this album is going to fit? Oh, just to I completely agree, agree with everything you said uh, on the song. Obviously, it was amazing. It was it was excellent. But what, what do you think the off season or where do you think the off season is going to kind of fit into um, the the J the J Cole uh, chronology here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be mixtapey, like you said. I feel like mm-hmm. that's that's like the point, though, which which means I don't know how much I think I love it relative to his other discography, but it's still like going to be... For Your Eyes Only? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know kind of where it's going to fall in there, but I don't know. He hasn't missed a step from a rapping perspective, so I'm sure it's going to be really good. And I he think the, the progression is going to be kind of like you said. I actually think It's a Boy is going to be very like uh, we're going to have a return to hopefully like a four year eyes only. We'll have kind of this sentimental, yep. soft type project. And then the fall off definitely seems like it's going to be some like storybook, I don't know, lyrical miracle type album, which <laughs> yeah. is going to be good though. 
So it's it's going to be amazing. It's probably going to be 12 really well thought through tracks just to kind of like put a bow on your career, which if he's taken this much time to plan, I don't know. This feels like a really well planned out like movie trilogy or something like that. Like mm-hmm. this is was what you're supposed to do if you're planning out like a story arc and he's kind of he's doing it for the latter half of his career, which I think is really cool. Nothing I nothing think, oh my bad, but nothing no, seems like not calculated with him, which Completely I think agree. is is really different from a lot of like how these creative types work. They normally just like make music and throw stuff out whenever they feel like it. Him and Kendrick both feel very just like methodical. Yeah, like very, very robotic in how they operate and like what they want to do. Like they think things through a thousand times before it goes out, which I think is really cool. And it's just different. Like you can even tell. Like this track was just like <laughs> it, it. It has been through engine. Like <laughs> it, it's just been probably sitting there getting fine tuned for months and years now, and he finally is kind of like letting it out of the vault. He said it was. Uh, he he said it was years in the making. So. Yeah. And and this is the off season that we had no idea was even kind of on the horizon. And the fall off, he's been he's he's kind of been sprinkling. Was, was it since KOD or before KOD? I think it was before, right? I think it was before as well. Um, yeah. KOD, he talked about it a lot. I would say on that, um, and that was three years ago. So let's say you know he actually started talking about it maybe 2017 or something like that. By the time it drops, I mean you're talking about like a five year build up, most likely. Um, before we actually get this project, maybe more. So just, I mean, all, all the time and the effort and the, the, the attention to detail that's probably gone on throughout that, um, the multiple iterations, I'm sure. It's going to be, for one, I'm really excited for the off season next week just to see what that sounds like and, and the little nuggets that are going to be sprinkled within that um, and, and just really excited for the future. J. Cole really is an, an awesome artist. <laughs> he, he really is. Cause he truly yes, is yeah. an artist in, in the truest sense of the word. I feel like, um, a, a lot of attention paid, paid to his craft, which is, which is great for me. The recipient can't wait to, to stream it on my, my music platform. <laughs> um, but what was I going to say? Uh, I, I, I mean, that's kind of the main music topic we wanted to discuss. Right. I was going to say, is there any other singles that you wanted to get into or anything that dropped today? Do you want to touch on, you know, the 92 song T Grizzly album that probably dropped today or, you know, any of the Quando Rondo um, shenanigans, <laughs> shenanigans that Quando came out Rondo there. project that dropped. Speaking of artists. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing. Yesterday was like super late. Oh. I don't Goodness. know if people want to compete with. Uh, oh, there, oh, there was um compete with Cole, and I'm not sure. I was gonna say that's that's a that's a tough one to a tough pill to swallow. Um, there was a trippy red song that I heard. Um, oh, I didn't like it. Oh, you listened to it? Yeah. Someone sent it to me, and I was like, ah, uh, okay, uh, I guess. Um, but it um it was it was interesting. I think if anything, the um like it always is the production was was really interesting uh it, it almost reminded me of um oh gosh what's that playboy cardi song i came in with a thumb so i can't oh alex gonna just play it for us get us copyrighted um i just i can't remember it was like i came in with a cool hunt some some something um and it kind of reminds me it kind of reminds me of that production wise and almost pacing wise um, of course, Trippy Red was doing his regular Trippy Red stuff, which is like, you know, take it or leave it. Playboy Cardi was bad as usual. Just, you know, um, not good. 
just breathing on the beat, just just existing there, not actually adding. Yeah, just not adding anything at all. I'm just like, why is he even on this? Um, music video was very strange as well. I watched I watched that actually. Did you watch the video? Very weird. It was like a visualizer. It wasn't a true music video. It was completely like animated. Similar to how you see like Freddie Gibbs doing that with some of his stuff that he does visualizers rather than full blown music videos. Also, speaking up, speaking speaking of Freddie Gibbs. He has some awesome music videos, by the way, if you guys have not checked those out. Very well produced, like a real story behind it, like almost like you're watching a Scarface movie sometimes. It's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's really good. He doesn't do a ton of music videos, but for the ones that I have seen um, in the past week or so, I really liked them. Um, but yeah, this, this Mr. Ray's track by Trippy Red and, and Playboy Cardi was, um, it was okay. You know, it was, uh, it was all right. Um, yeah, super weak music week. Oh, Alex coming straight at straight at this week's music. Well, I wouldn't say super weak. I would say I mean weak. But J. Cole definitely um definitely brought us back to life a little bit with uh with his drop. If it wasn't for J. Cole, yeah, this would have been um this would have been garbage to 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 be quite frank. <laughs> um but are you with with that are you ready to, to transition to the second half? We're actually at twenty minute mark. We're we're transitioning at a pretty good uh pretty good space right here i'm ready for the crypto (laughs) i'm ready for the crypto all right so you want me to set the stage or do you want to set the stage you're gonna set none of this is investment advice (laughs) disclaimer yeah first yeah actually i should add that that disclaimer before someone tries to come back at us with a lawsuit none of what we're going to say in the next rest of this show or ever on the show yeah no time stamp (laughs) I was gonna say that catches that minute minute fifty one lacking, and all of a sudden, you know, yeah. we, we get we get put it out of business. Um, but at no point in this show are we giving or any of our shows, past or future or present, whatever, um, are we giving financial advice or anything that should be taken as financial advice. It is all commentary, opinions for entertainment purposes only. Go so speak to your licensed financial professional. Honestly, they probably are are going to lead you in a very solid direction that's going to build wealth for you and your your family for years to come, to be yes. quite honest. But we're not talking about that. We're talking uh. about something a lot more fun. <laughs> we're talking about business in the modern day, 2021, today. I shouldn't even say business. Making money. Let's let's put it that way. Making money. The moolah, the bread, the cachet, the, the payola, whatever you want to call it. The cream. Shout out Wu-Tang. The... <laughs> You like that? No. Little, little, oh, you don't like? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just straight face. No. Anyway, that's what we're talking about on the second half of the show, and we've talked about this before um, on a previous episode. Prob- I, I, we've done too many episodes at this point. I don't. A lot I don't of know episodes. You guys can go back and find it. Um, but we we have talked about money and kind of what it means to us and how our relationship with it. But how do you make it? How do you get more money into your pockets? How do you get the the Aventador? How do you get to the Ferrari? How do you get to these amazing things that you see all these influencers and people having on Instagram and whatever XYZ social media platform? Well, I can't tell you how to do that, but I can tell you some of the interesting ways some other people are managing to do it. Um, and it's just it to me and, and Alex and I were talking about it when we had our kind of pre podcast meeting. It's just kind of amazing what people are doing to, you know, scale a business and put together something, you know, worth six, seven, eight figures, you know, on a yearly basis through some things that you would just think are stupid and uh, 
inane and just a bad investment or a bad place to put your time into it. And they just explode for whatever reason. So the first one I want to dive into is is cryptocurrency, because I've recently learned about this in the past week and a half. And Alex <laughs> is Alex being the boomer that he is. He does not want to talk about it at all or didn't want to talk about it at all until I, I told him about my mad gains that I was having. Um, <laughs> my mad gains I was having on the uh, on the old Coinbase app. Uh, so so let's get into that first. Alex, anything you want to say uh, before we get started? I will never buy a cryptocurrency. <laughs> you almost bought one yesterday. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> Listen, it's a matter of time before I make a serious amount of money off <laughs> cryptocurrency, and you're gonna put your full paycheck into it. Don't out you of, worry. Out of principle, I will not do it. Out of principle. Wow. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. Maybe this pod, this is this podcast is, is dedicated to you guys. Let's see if we can change your opinion. So. I got into crypto, bless up, (laughs) prayer hands. I got into crypto about a week ago, and this was through a friend of mine that actually has been on cryptocurrency for for a a fairly long time. He was, you know, one of those people who was investing in Bitcoin back in the day when it wasn't, you know, $50,000. Um, and, and, and this is how he makes a, a decent chunk of his, his income. He, he messes around with cryptocurrency, he does his research, puts his money in the right place, invests it, and um, watches the return come in and, and tries to manage it as best as he can. And from what he's told me, he's, he's doing fairly well off of it. And I trust him. He's not really a type of guy to just lie about stuff like that, to be quite honest. So I, I believe him. And honestly, it makes sense. You do see other people on the Internet and, 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 and in real life talking about this stuff. The, the, the cat is out of the bag. People can make money off of cryptocurrency. What is cryptocurrency? This is the transition podcast. I don't have no idea what cryptocurrency Hell is. I know. I, exactly. I actually have no idea. But the interesting thing to me about cryptocurrency is not even what it is, but it's the effect that it has on people, to be honest. That's, that's where I'm coming to it from. Because me, Joe Schmo, you know, Dimitri, one half of the transition podcast, went on this this app to just look around and see what's going on. You know, let's let's see what this cryptocurrency is about. And in half a day, I made about 300 bucks off this app. And it's just it was it was it was an eye opening moment for me, not because I thought, well, time to quit my full time job and 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 fully dive into Bitcoin. You're right. No, that, that that wasn't what I was thinking. But it's just amazing to me just the different ways you can make money come in. You know, it's, it's, we've all kind of heard the cliches of like, oh, the four hour work week and how to optimize yourself to work as little as possible and and return a maximum profit. But when it actually happens to you, it's kind of like you just get hit in the head by a rock because you're like, whoa, this actually works. Like you see people do it. You see people on TV do it. You see these rappers that we talk about, you know, day to day who blow off off blow up off tiktok or just a single song and you're like wow what it must be like to live their life and i got a very very small taste of doing not that much work and having a pretty decent return of uh from that and i'm like you know this ain't half bad (laughs) this is not half bad and i think um the common thread i see running through some of the most successful individuals um on these platforms and, and in these circumstances i think there's an underlying and this, this is just my personal opinion. Maybe I'm very off base with this, but I think there's an underlying lack of understanding of the platform or the or the the um, or, or, or the instance that they're using to make all this money. When you when you really kind of recycle it back and you think about some of these people who are just kind of making crazy money off this, are they really super talented at what they're doing? Are they really, you know, putting forth some crazy business effort and some know how that's, you know, just super ascended over the rest of us? 
Not really. You know, some sometimes it's right place, right time. Sometimes it's people just have a um, a personality that's attractive and people flock to them. And I guess you could say, oh, well, there it is. There's their talent right there. But in a way, it's 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 the, the individuals who are kind of profiting off of a lot of these new mediums of making money aren't truly remarkable in any, you know, fantastical way. It's just that they they did one thing, one or two or a few things better than the average person or at the right time compared to the average person and they reaped immense benefit from it. And I think cryptocurrency is one of those things, you know, I was one of the early, I wasn't, but I'm saying if I hypothetically was. You know, I was one of the early investors in Bitcoin. I thought it was, oh, cryptocurrency. Let me put two let me put 200 bucks in this. See where see where see where it goes. And then all of a sudden, you know, coming full circle 10 years later, you made a you made an incredible decision. You were you were ahead of the curve. You you really were just you were thinking on a different plateau from the rest of us. No, you weren't. You just happened to be in the right place, right time and did the right thing. And you you, you panned out. Um, and, and maybe that is business to a certain degree. And you kind of have to give those people their flowers. But the, the understanding and the realization I've had with cryptocurrency over the past week is that it's. I don't understand it, to be honest. I I don't think a lot of people probably understand it, to be to be honest either. Um, but it has a certain effect. It has a volatility. It has a an interest because it almost kind of feels like you're playing a video game, um, and it draws people in. And some people are going to do really well with it because they've you know found a, a certain way to navigate it, navigate it in a way that's you know fruitful for them, fruitful for them. Other people are just going to come into it and completely lose all their money. And other people are going to be somewhere in the middle. Um, but I think with that, though, if it's if it's having the effect it's having now, and we're going to talk about a few other ways that people make money that is, you know, kind of interesting or crazy. But if it's having a certain effect, and it's 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 doing so for someone, and it's 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 legitimate for them, I think you at least have to respect it to a certain degree. And this is kind of what we were talking about yesterday when I was trying to get you to to at least look into it, check it out. You know, by traditional standards, cryptocurrency is very weird. It's very odd. It's not backed by anything. There's no central bank or government that says, hey, this is worth this and we have gold or whatever to back it or, or whatever you want to say. No, it's just, you know, we've all kind of come to a, what it feels like to me. We've come to a certain agreement that this is worth X amount of money. And we've attached a certain value to that um, almost through just public opinion. Of course, there's certain values behind currencies and what they could be almost potential similar how similar to how business have businesses have certain potentials and market caps that you can attach to them to say oh this is what they could be in the future that's basically what people have done with cryptocurrency and a lot of them and some of them blow up some of them die in a day you know it's 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 just a it's a very budding kind of space right now and i think there's a lot of ambiguity because of that but there's also a lot of opportunity because of it so uh, that's that's my cryptocurrency experience over the past week. And I, I think it's legitimate. And I I think even if you don't completely understand it, it's at least worth trying. Alex, how do you how, how do you respond? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all your points are like good. Like I, I <laughs> there's really nothing I could like say. Right. I don't, like I just I have a very hard time just like wrapping my head around around the idea of like some some magical computer like coin in the ether that is somehow worth something that doesn't really exist but does exist and is not really it's not tangible there's no good or service behind it but it's just there and it's 
it's worth three thousand dollars a coin like i just i just have a hard time like wrapping my head around why that's a thing I mean, there was there was a certain point in the the history of man where the dollar became worth something, and it it eventually snowballed from there. Why can't that this be yeah, like that's, that? That well, a because it's backed by the U.S. government, but b like the dollar doesn't fluctuate like twenty five or thirty percent in a week. Like you can't have a you can't have a currency that does that. If it could have been used as like a fiat currency or something like that, I think I'd have a different opinion. But it's like. You can't. Wait, it's still ha- early, right? I don't think it'll ever be like where, <laughs> like it, it will never not like fluctuate. fluctuate. I don't think, like I don't think there'll ever be a time where it will like have some sort of like pegged Stability. value or something like mm. that. Yeah, I just mm. don't think. I don't think that's a thing. Like I think people trade it because it like fluctuates there too. Like that's. Mm. I mean, people people want it to do that because that's how you can make money. I mean, buy the dip, sell the rip. So. <laughs> I like that. I, I I agree, but I don't know. The fact that it's is 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 the fact is it the fact that it's different that's what's turning you off, or it's just not a thing. Like it's not like like it's there's just no there's no reason like there's no like causation other than that like somebody thinks it is worth something, which I guess it's, is it's, a reason it's in itself. It's I don't know that. if it is though. Like <laughs> I really don't think it is. Like, I think you have a group of people that have determined that this thing, which is worth nothing, is worth something, and and people are willing to buy it. Like, and you know, if there are willing buyers and willing sellers, so be it. But when there, there are, when, but when there are no willing buyers on something that really there doesn't seem like there's any like intrinsic value behind, the the floor will fall, <laughs> will fall out, and it will fall out from under it very quickly because there's no like. I don't think there's a point where it's like, I don't know, like for a stock, you can kind of like, you can use P ratios, you can use price to sales ratios. Like you can use very like specific indicators that can kind of tell you like the value of a stock, whether it's undervalued, undervalued. Bitcoin and crypto, I feel like it's all like technical stuff, which I think is kind of BS in and of itself, but they do it. For, it's like measured with resistance levels, all kinds of stuff like that. And it's just, there's no, I just don't really think there's a floor just because I don't really think there's anything there. So I don't know. So are you just waiting for the day for this to all just collapse on itself? Yes. Or really? Yeah. And when do you think that's gonna happen? I have no. I don't know. I don't know when people aren't gonna. Maybe people want to buy this for forever. So. I, but that's exa- and that's my that's exactly my point. If people decide to keep this going for the next two hundred years, well, <laughs> you know what I mean. I, there's there's not really much you could say about that. Yeah. I don't know. When the economy crashes, what I feel like the first thing that is getting pulled is every single dollar invested in this crypto. You think so? Oh yeah. Every I mean, we had a pretty bad economic downturn the past year. Yeah, and Bitcoin got cut to eight thousand dollars. But where is it now, Alex? That's because everybody's got to <laughs> gamble their stimulus checks that they didn't need on cryptocurrency. 
That's Listen. the only reason this is happening. People, be, every everybody's bored on their ass in their house, getting 14k, not knowing what the hell to do with 14K? it. 14k. Hold on, how'd you get that? Well, what what was the what was the what was 1400? This? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> 14k. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Who needs Bitcoin with 14k? Yeah. Everybody, everybody got their stimulus check and like, what the hell am I supposed to do with it? Let's let's put this in Bitcoin. And I feel like the momentum, the momentum kind of like started tumbling behind itself. But momentum doesn't last for forever, though. Like, that's but the thing. But people keep saying this about crypto. Oh, it's going to fall off sometime. Oh, it's going to Oh, it's gonna Noth- do this. It's going to do that. I know. Nothing can stay parabolic for forever, though. It just, like, But it it's, it's ebbing and flowing. I mean, it's not growing in a linear. It, it has gone up a lot, though, in the past year. It has dropped a lot as well, <laughs> is yeah, but, what I will but, say. But, but in, it rebounds. But in it rebounds. Na- well, Bitcoin went from 8000 to, like, sixty four grand. <laughs> yeah. Like now it's at fifty something though. That's still, I don't. I'm not good at percentages, but that's a couple hundred percent. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not good at math, but I know that's more. Yeah. <laughs> no, and fair I, enough. Fair and enough. I'm gonna be honest. I could be completely wrong too. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like you have you have to admit that though, because I could be completely wrong. I love all this passion. And he's just like, but I could be completely. I could be incorrect. wrong. Yeah, I I like the blockchain. I think there's a lot of like uses for blockchain and blockchain technology. I just don't know if I believe in Bitcoin as like a digital asset or what, what cryptocurrency. What about cryptocurrency? Oh, you, okay. So uh, at, that as well, not at, so Bitcoin specifically. Yeah, as like a digital asset. I feel like you could definitely make money off of it, but there's a lot of people oh, that like. Oh, believe me, you can. No, yeah, but there's a lot of people that like die by this stuff. So, and it's like. Well, there's a lot of people that die over video games. Yeah, but you're not like. Or get addicted to certain other things. You're not like. Ga- <sighs> don't blame the coin, man. I am blaming the coin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You pay $60 for your video game and you enjoy it. You, I feel like playing with cryptocurrency is a little more dangerous than that. There's a lot more. There's a lot more. Uh, ne- that could uh, go wrong. Yeah, I feel like your left tail risk is like kind of a lot, a lot, a lot. Your left tail risk. It's Get a out lot, of it's here. A lot, it's a lot steeper than your like $60 GTA purchase. <laughs> The GTA is just fun. Play it, get off. I mean, I will admit when I, I when I made that first couple hundred dollars, it's like what did what did uh, Meek Mill say in that song? When I first when that Roly first touched my wrist, <laughs> <laughs> it felt like Tony when he first touched that brick or something like that. Yeah. He said. That's exactly how it felt like when I made my first couple hundred off my phone off an app that I didn't know existed until two days ago. The other thing it is, was oh my it, bad. It, it, it was it was a nice feeling. You just felt a little bit pumped up, like, oh, wait a minute, hold on, that just discover something. But I'm seeing, nice. I'm seeing the forex people migrate to like, to to the to the cryptocurrency a little bit too, and that is a listen, massive listen. red flag. <laughs> listen, forex people are gonna jump on any opportunity. Dude. If real estate all of a sudden takes off, then all of a sudden they're gonna become real estate agents. If all of a sudden being a door to door roof salesman takes off, yeah. they're gonna do that. Forex Yo, people are all about opportunity. The forex, I don't know. The forex people started migrating to the to, to, first. It was Bitcoin, then it was Ethereum, <laughs> then it was all these other random chain ass, link. Yeah, and I was like, this is cannot be. Now I know this is a scam. Now, now I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that this is ridiculous. I had doubts before, but now I had my doubts, and now I have my conclusions. Yeah. No, I mean it. It is kind of ridiculous, and it does get to a point where you're like, "Man, is this even real?" And I and this is let's this is a perfect segue. And as as I sit back and think about some of the things that happen in the world today, and some of the wealth that people are able to accumulate in such a short amount of time, I'm talking about like less than ten years, less than five years. 
it does make you it's like it does feel like the world is getting to that point where we're living in a video game kind of yeah everything's digital nothing's really real anymore and it's all just perceived value that continues to drive uh people's capital upwards and and i think a a good kind of example of this um is what was the the next point i wanted to talk about ah uh social media influencers and kind of how they're able to kind of scale their businesses super fast um especially in the case of like a youtube where you have you know ad revenue and sponsorships etc cetera, etc cetera. um and my my kind of uh, my kind of story to go a, a, along with this one is I, I think i was i was scrolling through youtube the other day um, and you know, sometimes you get recommended videos that are completely unrelated to what you watch on Love YouTube. Those, what, yeah. I watch like sports highlights on YouTube, uh, now cryptocurrency news on YouTube, you know, just, just basic things. And then I, 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 I'm scrolling innocently. This is after I made my $250 off, uh, crypto, by the way, I'm like, you know, feeling like a baller. I'm like, huh, you know, cryptocurrency is easy. Let's see how I can make my next thousand. And then I'm scrolling. And then what do I see? How I spend my forty thousand dollar a month salary, and I'm like, wait, hold on. I had to take off my glasses. I was like, what? What is? I turned into a boomer for a second. I was like, well, you now, and me both. Now, now, what is this going on here? What is going on here right now? <laughs> All of a sudden, I went back to the downsides with everything. I was like, what is going on? So I click on the video, and it's this YouTuber. Um, you know, not a crazy, crazy following, like 600,000 or something subscribers, which is great. But I mean, you've know people with like 10, 15, 20, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, million I'm talking about. Um, and, and here's a YouTuber with 600,000 making a crazy, I mean, making almost half a million dollars a year between sponsorships and YouTube ad revenue and et cetera, et cetera, for online videos. I'm talking about bait. I'm, I'm not talking about these were like cinematic, like production value like it feels like it came out of you know um christopher nolan's brain or something like that no these are like youtube these are videos that you take with your phone these are videos that you take with your you know cheap dslr camera and you're sitting around talking about something that you're interested in and this was these basic simple videos were able to create enough value in the minds of youtube and the minds of uh, in the minds of sponsors and things like that that this individual was able to make 40k a month consistently crazy <laughs> like that's where we're at that this is the world that we live in right now that's so, what i mean though it's like all not real like but I, that's what i'm saying but if the world's going to this direction do you think you're you're better served by kind of being on the side like oh that's kind of ridiculous that's crazy or picking up your pickaxe and going to mine to bitcoin putting out some youtube videos and and seeing if you can scale your your own digital marketing empire <sighs> great question um, I don't know if I can mine Bitcoin. <laughs> it's it's actually very hard to mine. Yeah, Bitcoin. I feel like that takes also not great for the environment, but it takes like a lot of a lot of supercomputers in order to do that. A lot of electricity, yeah. but I don't know. I don't know. Like I I'm not talented enough, so it's like I don't think I don't think like. But are they? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they're talented, especially like, not 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 necessarily Bitcoin, because Bitcoin actually is complicated when you look no, at like the I'm talking like the, the, like the, YouTube, the youtube yeah. people though yeah yeah, yeah. like they're talent- so you think there's there, there's talent that goes into that or is it's, it's oh, not yeah. just a random slot machine type of deal no, i mean if it was everybody would do it right true so true. it's like I feel but at like, the end of the day is playboy cardi talented yeah i couldn't is make, he i couldn't do what he does alex come on no <laughs> you couldn't, couldn't do what playboy cardi does no why not? I may not like it, but that doesn't mean he's not talented. Like, 
there's a talent in getting like however many like followers he has on Spotify or whatever. Clearly, some people value what he does. I mean, I don't, and but that's not necessarily an indictment on him. I mean, I think you can probably say he's objectively not necessarily really good at what he does, but I don't know if that. I feel like there's a talent in even like gaining a following. So. And, and that's true. And that, and that, and that's that's there's something there's something there to that. There's something to be said about not having the traditional talents or not having the traditional abilities that are associated with people being skilled or people being successful in an industry. Yeah. But doing it in a way where you can generate interest and I put people's eyeballs on things and you can make a living off of that. I mean, isn't that it's to me it's just kind of incredible to think about. And I'm not talking about making a living of like, all right, you'll you'll do okay for yourself. You'll be able to live a good life. I'm talking about being generationally wealthy from from doing something that on its face seems simple, but maybe is 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 more niche and and, and exclusive in terms of the people who can actually do it behind the scenes. It's it, that's just kind of crazy to me. The people who are are scaling like a, a five figure a month business off OnlyFans. I mean, it's just like yeah. anything can make money at this point. That's it's like you can't look down on anything. No, that's what I mean. Like I can't. Like I don't know. Like even even with the crypto stuff, like just because like I don't like agree with it doesn't mean that it's like not a great way to make money for like because obviously people think it has value. So it's like they sure do. It's no, I don't know. It's no like just because I don't doesn't mean that I'm right or they're wrong. I mean, it's just one's opinion versus another's opinion. So it's just what it is. Just is what it is. Yeah, like I, yeah. My, God knows my opinion's not going to sway anybody. So it's like <laughs> so. Some tells me that uh, this podcast isn't going to drop Bitcoin one one uh, percent. You know what I mean, though. So I, I, it's like I don't know. I could think one thing, somebody can think another thing, and it's like <laughs> could both could both could both be right for all I know. And and this is kind of the I guess the the conclusion we've been we've been heading towards. So with this being the case, with there being these ways that are simple, maybe and I, maybe this is it: simple but not easy to do. You know, simple yeah. to make money but not necessarily easy to do. Uh, it's not easy to get you know millions. And well, in some instances, for some people, it is. But in most instances, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not something that's easily easily replicable. And I guess that exclusivity is where the value is derived from. Not mm -hmm. everybody truly can do what Playboy Cardi does, so that's why he gets paid to so much to do it. Not to say what he's doing is objectively good or there's objectively talent in that, right. but he's one of the few people can that can do it the way he does. And and, and maybe that's the answer. But on a, on a further scale, when it comes to the way that the world is trending and all these interesting ways that people are making you know millions of dollars for themselves over the course of years – where do you think someone's attention is best served? Is it, you know, great question. just hopping on the bandwagon and all this stuff? And I, you know, all of a sudden I made my YouTube channel. I got my investing in cryptocurrency going. I'm going to make sure I, I, I sell products online. I do digital marketing courses and seminars. Or are you better served, you know, taking a more traditional, putting your money in a Fidelity account, let's say. Dang. And, you know, yeah, Alex knows what that's all about. <laughs> putting it in a Fidelity account, letting it accrue over time, using traditional accounting and financial principles to build your wealth over a very, very long term in a way that's not very interesting, not very fun, um, but is borderline guaranteed to work. You know, wh where do you kind of stand on this spectrum and, and what's your opinion on where people should should be on this spectrum i have a stat for you that i think is interesting whoa um, it's been a while since we got an alex kaprinsky stat on the transition podcast yeah. this doesn't happen often folks we really got alex uh in his bag on this one 
Yeah. I'm curious to what, you, what you're going to pull out of your hat here. What's it a sad about? Uh, like, this one's interesting. Know. It's about – in a recent survey, 60% of U.S. investors reported a declining quality of their personal relationships after being involved <laughs> in the crypto sector, report on Bloomberg pointed out on Sunday. The findings were among the first of its time, a nod to the adage that money is not necessarily equating to happiness. Mm. Um. Well, and I think the rationale behind it too is like you just get like obsessive over this stuff because mm-hmm. it doesn't stop trading. It's not like the stock market. It's not like there's no close. It opens at nine thirty and it closes at four. Like it is forever and it fluctuates by massive percents a day. And it's like forty <laughs> percent gains, fifty yeah. percent losses. Yeah. Well, sixty <laughs> percent of people saying they had a decline in quality of life though due to their crypto trading activity is kind of crazy though. But, it is. But so that's the kind of but thing. But I could find you those statistics about other more traditional careers or activities as well. Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't know. When it comes to like, I guess, more traditional investing, though, it's just like you can put money in the S&P and kind of let it sit for years and not even think about it. And you're fine. Like if you want to actively manage something for hours a day, I guess you can do crypto. But do you know what I mean? I feel like there's just easier things to do that like lessen the friction of life and that might be the path of least resistance i i agree with you but i think we're talking about two different things when we're talking about easy (laughs) when you say easy what are you referencing well explain real quick what was my what was my context (laughs) wait alex is like what did i just say hold on rewind there's you said there's certain things that you can kind of do and and you were saying the s p 500 uh, before that which is an excellent Excellent point, actually. The S&P 500 is a great long-term investing strategy that's borderline guaranteed to work. Um, but after that, you were saying that you know there's certain easier ways to, to go about life that offer a path of least resistance and maybe greater happiness. And so I'm saying, were you referencing things like the S&P 500, you know, Roth IRAs, like stuff like that? Or were you talking about something else? Yeah, I mean... I'm thinking easy. I'm thinking, man, I put $1,000 into Bitcoin in 2011... And my livelihood has just been made. Now, that's pretty easy to me. But, like, if it was so easy, though, like, everybody would have done it at the time. And that's the thing that, like, Not everybody me. has the foresight of, of, of me and you, Alex. That's what we got to get on this today. I know. <laughs> if everybody could, like, get get rich quick, though, in, like, a month and a half, which you see all these things on, like, the internet where people make, like, oh, millions of dollars. Oh, I, I love those. I love yeah, those. Like, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, oh, sorry to cut no, you off, you but I'm not even talking about, um like, crypto. I'm talking about the people, you, you know those YouTube videos where it's like, listen, last month I was making $15. Yeah. This month I'm making $15,000. Yeah. It's like, dude, that's not even, like, come on, what are we even yeah. talking about now? How did I do it? Through selling online products. <laughs> Yeah, which is a legitimate business, by the way. But yeah. still, it's, some of it's just ridiculous—the the numbers that people spew out. But maybe they're telling the truth. Maybe I just need to get on that, and I'm just not uh, tapped in enough. Yeah, I just have a hard time like distinguishing between what's a pyramid scheme and what's not a pyramid scheme. It's it, especially in the internet age where it's like if someone can get you to click something, that's 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 all they need at this point, right? It's just like the um, if you can build up enough of a um, an idea about something and have people it's the same thing that we're saying garnering attention getting eyeballs on something there's value yeah. to your time and there's value to the things that you pay attention to so sometimes people just you know, lie on the face and then you actually do click that link and you actually do purchase their seminar and that's how I actually made money I didn't actually make money the way I told you I did I made money because you thought that that was the way I was going to do it 
Um, and it's it's kind of a scheme. And the internet is, is great for schemes. It's easy to get your identity stolen or your money drained from your bank account nowadays. And I think that's where some of the apprehension comes from. You know, cryptocurrency isn't safe. It's not, you know, if, if you get drained of your crypto money, you can't go cry to the government or anything like that about like, hey, can you help me out? Like, dude, I don't even know what cryptocurrency is. I don't even know how to help you right now. Somebody in, in, in South Korea just took you for, for your bag and I don't even know how to get it back. <laughs> yeah. So. But I guess, you know, that's the that's the value that people and speak going back to coins now. That's the value that some people have in, you know, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm part of the lingo now. That's what <laughs> some of the value people have by being trailblazers, you know, by being the people who did take the risk up front. The people who were early adopters to YouTube and these certain things. I'm sure there was, you know, boomers at, at, at that time that told them that Are you, you know, this is me? stupid. No, I'm not adding you, but I'm just you talking about in me? general. <laughs> You're not a boomer. Not yet. Give but there's certain bit. individuals that, um, you know, probably told them, oh, you're making stupid little YouTube videos. This is never going to blow up. And guess what? It did. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think we're like early on the adoption phase anymore, though, which is kind of like the scary thing to me, which is what freaks me out about crypto a little bit. Like, I don't think it's been along for a little bit now. And it's. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't I don't feel like we're early enough at this point that I would feel like good just throwing money and just letting it sit for a little bit like we've run enough at this point and with same thing with youtube like i don't know we're not mm. we're, we're not early enough anymore that it, it i think makes a whole lot of sense unless unless you're i don't know at the same time though youtube is a little different it's than crypto call. yeah just because very different if, if you're if youtube you, i can see going on forever to be quite well, honest well yeah if you're talented you can do whatever on youtube you could have done that 10 years ago you could do that 50 years from you now do that today yeah, yeah and you'll and you'll make and you'll be able to make a living doing that so insane yeah no the, I mean, like you said, digital is here to stay. I think it's just like what platforms are a fad versus what platforms aren't a fad. What's going to stick around and what's not going to stick around. And being able to root that out, I think, is a little more challenging just because there's so much crap that gets thrown in your face all the time from the Internet. Whether it be different apps, whether it be different. It's just like Services there's, yeah, there's just products that people put out there. Yeah. So much. There's just so much clutter. It's hard to, I think, distinguish like what is real and what isn't, and what's good and what's not. It feel like it feels like we're in like a pump and dump era right now. So I I really do understand what you're saying because everyone's trying to get over right. Everyone's trying to make a buck. Everyone's trying to try their hand at some little side hustle or some little thing that they heard about from Gary V or Dan Locke or any of these people Gary on the internet. V, bro. The Gary V that they're they're like, oh, you know, I can apply that 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 practice that he said, and I can turn myself into something. Um, but you know, then at some point you think that, oh, wait a minute, you know, the, the fact that I'm adopting his mindset or not even Gary Vee necessarily, but I, the fact that I'm adopting these people's mindset, I'm adopting the, the products and, and, and the behaviors that they tell me to do. That's how they're making money. It's by influencing people, them being able to influence yes. you to do something is making them money. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's, it's not like I was the same before. It's not necessarily the businesses that they tell you to go into. It's the fact that they're able to direct you to those businesses that then make them valuable as speakers and teachers and et cetera, et cetera. And it's one thing that's amazing to me that I've been uh, paying attention to more as, as I think about like, hmm, how are people making money these days of the people who become rich from doing one thing? Let's say you're the best trumpet player in the world, but you're like, I can't play a trumpet for my entire life, right? Yeah, I mentioned I, I want to move on to something else. Well, now you're known as the best trumpet player in the world. There's people who want to know how to do what you did. Oh, 
Well, now all of a sudden I open up the world's best trumpet player class 101 online and you're able to get thousands and thousands of people who are interested in you. And that's how you keep your, you know, your 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 money going long term and, and into into the future, because you basically rest on your laurels a little bit. You do one thing that's amazing and you do it amazing enough that everyone wants to know about how you did it and wants to do it for themselves. And then all of a sudden you're able to kind of fall back on that as, a, as an income strategy. It's, it's amazing to me how, how that's done. It's, it's incredible. Um, but to, to put a bow on this, put a, let's, let's, let's wrap it up right now. Alex, what is, what is your kind of long-term money earning strategy? Because bringing this all the way full circle to what we were talking about earlier on. Now, how do I, oh, after yeah. I've made, how, how do I, after I've made $300 in 12 hours while I was sleeping, I was sleeping for about eight of those. How do I now go back and rationalize my regular nine to five job and say, okay, well, well, this is just normal. This is how things are done. When I know for a fact that there is some individuals out there showing various parts of their body on OnlyFans and scaling it for a 15,000 a month income. How, how do I, how am I supposed to feel about that? Alex? Yeah, well, that's not a possibility for myself. <laughs> so, so that's easy to rationalize off the rip. <laughs> You're not gonna show those washboard abs on OnlyFans, Alex? Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was really funny. <laughs> Alex is like, well, that's not me. Yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or there's just certain things that I feel like. I mean, you could, like, <laughs> I get, I get, I get where you're going here. Do you get like, what I'm saying? I get where you're going. And and I feel okay. like you can do that, but there's a lot of downside as well as a lot there's of mitigation coming upside. in right here. Yeah. yeah. Like your downside is massive. If you YOLO <laughs> your entire bank account into like ethereum or something like that like it is it is just huge and then you yolo it in and you have to get it out so you have to pay taxes you have to try to get service it out of fees serve all that and it's like it's it's just and then you where's your income coming from you got to hope that ethereum keeps going up or maybe you're like decent well, maybe you pull it out and then put it into a regular investment if i yoloed on the what i invested in the other day and i was able to turn my you know, whatever X, Y, and Z savings into, you know, all of a sudden, let's say $500,000. $500,000 I can do a lot with over the course of yeah. 10 years. But what if you YOLO'd it and went down 20% and it's like you had to pull out because you couldn't, you couldn't just take the pain anymore. It's like you had to, you had to take it out of the crypto account. You had to take it out of the crypto wallet. You could not, you couldn't handle seeing that negative 20% in red in your Coinbase account. And you're just like, I can't do this anymore. That's why you set and forget, my friend. You can't, and forget. you can't do that with crypto though <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> you can do it with some of them no some of them will make it and be around for a while like maybe there's like not a whole maybe. lot of certainty it is, there though it is a maybe like, it, it is i'm not a maybe. i'm not willing to i'm not willing to risk it all for a maybe <laughs> well that's that's the thing what i'm saying though think about the people who are successful in these careers that are like one in a million like it's it's not easy to be a rapper that blows up as big as J Cole. Even if you do have the talent that J Cole does have, yeah. at some point you got to YOLO it, right? Yeah, and then there's only you do YOLO it, and only one in a million make it that far. But that and exactly, and I'm not willing for to every one for every one J Cole. There are thousands that didn't make yes. it, right? 
Yeah, and I think that's the takeaway, right? Yeah, you can Absolutely. risk it, and you see, and all you see, and social media is a great place for like seeing mm. the people that do make it, but you don't, you don't see. Alex, you're one step ahead of yeah, me. Yeah, you don't see, you don't see all the people that didn't make it and like <laughs> are on the street. Yeah, like living out of a cardboard box because they just tried to, <laughs> they, 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 they risked it all. <laughs> They risked it all for real. Yeah. I lost it all. Yeah. yeah. Like Billy yeah. Bob got a second mortgage, like threw it into GameStop at $400, <laughs> and now he has no money. <laughs> so what you're saying, if I can summarize your point here, what you're saying, if if you had to say like a <laughs> Billy Bob, if you had to say like a percentage distribution that you're in to high-risk ventures and fairly low-risk guaranteed ventures, how what's, what's your percentage in each? Are you 80%? You know, I think on you, the conservative or I think you could put one percent of your net worth in a cryptocurrency and that would be fine. One percent. I think one to five at the most, but I feel like one percent. You could do ten percent of your net worth. Ninety no. percent of your net worth is still a decent amount. I would for a chance at being ten times what your net worth is right now. Yeah, I feel like one percent. Maybe three. Like, I don't know. I'm not oh, willing to lose thousands of dollars on crypto, though. I like I do get the upside, but I feel like there's also upside in like safer risk assets, though, too. That's people little... have been making a lot of money before cryptocurrency. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like there's just there's just more there's just more certainty. Obviously, there's not like complete certainty, but there's more certainty. And for me, that's something I this feel is so much cooler, though. Yeah, no. See, I told you, this is where my, like, boomer vibes come in. Like, it's just, like, not – it's not for me. Like, I get it. Like, it's, like, internet and, like, people think cool it's, like – Cool and yeah. it's not real. Yeah. I'm not cool, though. Like, I buy, like, Berkshire Hathaway stock. Like, not investment advice. But, like, that – like, that is what I do. <laughs> That's what you're on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I can go to sleep at night and not have to worry about something going down for – if Berkshire goes down forty percent, the world economy is probably broken. And I feel, I feel, I like it. Just it just makes me feel better. I'm very risk averse though, so I like I'm probably not the, not the person to be like modeling one's uh, crypto type positions off of. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, to to put a ball on it on my end, I yeah, think... I was gonna say I I, I do want to hear your take. Listen, listen. Did I did, listen, I, did I convince listen. you that it's trash? <laughs> no, absolutely not. God damn it! <laughs> I was about to go on a whole rant. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm ready. At the end of the day, you gotta put in a little bit of risk if you want to get that reward. You gotta put in at least something. You got you. you there's 1%. a give and a take. There's a dude, what one percent isn't gonna move the needle. There's a give and a take. If you believe in crypto, if, if you think it's a real thing, if you think it's something that can, you can make money off of, which is that, like I said, that cat is out of the bag. People are making money with cryptocurrency. It's just happening. So if you think that you can come up with a certain strategy or a certain, there, there's, there's ways to go about this that are smart, even though cryptocurrency as a monolith might be not the, the best thing in the world. There, there's ways that you can go about it, mitigate your risk. You don't have to go crazy on it. But I think, if there's an opportunity out there and there's a way to take advantage of it and there's a way to get money easier, it's it's at least worth looking into. It's at least worth dipping your toe in to say, hey, I don't I, I don't want to let this pass me by. And when, you know, I have 25 crypto millionaire people that I know be like, man, I didn't 
you know, at least try. I didn't at least put something into this and see where it could go. Because who knows? Maybe cryptocurrency is going to be around for the next 200 years. And you're going to be one of the early adopters who was on it and decide to, to take that risk. That's what I think. I don't think you have to go whole hog, sell your house, sell your car. Well, listen, GameStop was kind of ridiculous. So I, I, I don't blame you if you sold your car. Should've but you don't have to. Car. You probably should have sold your car, to be honest. <laughs> but if you sold your house, you were an idiot. But if you sold your car, it's okay. But when things like that come around, you you just kind of, I don't know. I, I think there's there's something to that uh, of trying to take that path sometimes and do it in a way that's safe, somewhat, quote unquote, safe and and try and reap the benefits from it. You know, why not? Why not start that YouTube? And you don't necessarily have to do it in a cryptocurrency way. You can, you know, do it in some smaller baby steps. Of our, listen, like I said, OnlyFans is a very simple business model. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put something behind a paywall that people want to see and, and reap benefit from that. Um, and you can do it in a lot of ways. If you want to show your washboard abs, you can do that. If you want to make it a com a comedic type of thing and each you know month you do something random behind OnlyFans that isn't even sexual at all and it's just kind of funny and it makes people laugh and you scale your business that way people are probably doing that you know there's a, there's an opportunity with everything i think so with that let I me agree. let me let me go back to my cryptocurrency trading here and then the transition podcast that has been the transition episode <laughs> episode 57 Gosh. hope you enjoyed it make sure to follow us on the transition underscore pod <laughs> buy some bitcoin today Unbelievable.